everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles framework. We look forward to hearing from superintendents, leaders, and keynote speakers at our What's Right in Education conference on October 27th and 28th. We'll be here in our hometown on Pensacola Beach. Such a beautiful time of year with great people doing some unbelievable work in education. We're also fortunate to have Bob Hughes, director of K-12 for the Gates Foundation as our keynote speaker. Bob's significant work in our field brings so much to this event. I hope you'll take a day and a half and be with us and join us. And to learn more about this event, hook on to studereducation.com slash events. Well, the school year has begun. To prepare for this episode, I asked myself, what's the one message I'd like to send to start out the new year and to get us all off on the right track? This episode is about leading with a culture of improvement to overcome a, a we-they culture. Let's start with a reminder of what we mean by we-they. I know I've talked about it a number of times on this podcast, but we can never talk about it enough and remind ourselves how critical it is to stomp out that we-they culture. When we communicate with we-they messages, we jeopardize the health of our organizations. We-they is a culture buster. It occurs when a leader or employee positions themselves positively at the expense of someone else. Leaders don't do this on purpose. In fact, we've all used we-they in our lives. We may not have known what we were doing or the negative impact of our behavior. Looking back when I was the dean of a college, I used we-they messages when I didn't want to share difficult information. At our university, the administrator's offices were in Building 10, when I met with the chairs of our college departments or with faculty, I would say things like, yeah, if it were up to me, you you wouldn't be, <laughs> you would be able to hire that new team member, but uh, Building 10 didn't approve the new line. Now, why did I do that? Why did I do that? I wanted people to think positively about me. I wanted people to think I fought for our college. By doing so, I positioned my supervisor and executives in a negative light. Now, I didn't intend to, intend to do that. Nonetheless, that was the negative outcome. Communicating using we-they messages doesn't help anyone in the long run. It, it actually destroys organizational culture. And here's the difficult yet powerful message. We simply must stop communicate, communicating using we-they. Think of the different tone and outcome of my message if I had communicated to our college in this way. Our administration made some difficult decisions during a tight budget year. And looking at the data and decisions, I support them. There were higher needs than what we currently have. And though we were not getting this new position, I, I understand why. I'm confident we will make it work with what we have. You know, when comparing where we are and where we need to be, our job is to show higher growth, to present the best case in the future. I'm committed to working with each of you to do just that. What if that would have been my message? And part of my job as a leader is to connect the dots for employees. And that's what that message did. And to do it in a way that creates unity and not division. And that's what that type of message does. And to shift away 
from We They Culture. We lead with a culture of continuous improvement. Our teams buy into constantly trying to improve. So we move our mind to improvement and away from positioning others poorly. Our teams are dedicated to a relentless pursuit of getting better as an individual and as a team. And that's what we're focused on is getting better and getting better as a team. And Nick Saban is one of the best coaches and leaders of all time. I bet we they statements never occur at the University of Alabama on the football field. If something slips on the team, the negative behavior is called out and immediately stops. Rather, you know, Saban leads with a culture of continuous improvement. He applies a coaching philosophy centered on a mental model called what he calls process thinking. He started this approach a long time ago in his learnings as a coach. The emphasis for the team is placed on preparing for the game, preparing for the game versus winning the game. And the team executes each step of a process with diligence and precision. The desired outcome then just becomes expected. And Coach Shaben uses an acronym, WIN, which stands for what's important now. According to Saban, victory is improving moment by moment at game time. It's all about executing each play with fidelity and precision in every moment. Saban learned to win by not focusing on the outcome, but focusing on one play at a time to play the best football the team could play that indeed gets them that positive outcome or wins. We all have our favorite college football teams. Many of you know I graduated from Florida State University, and I'm a tried-and-true FSU fan. As Florida State is working to improve as a football team, I'm hopeful that our young coach is learning from Nick Saban. Great leaders always want to get better one play at a time, one play at a time. Now, here's what to consider to stomp out we they culture and replace it with a culture of continuous improvement. Avoid becoming distracted by past or future events. Execute then every task, large or small, with discipline and precision. Build motivation by repeating one step at a time, focusing on every step with the best focus. And don't allow the momentum of a team to be interrupted by the win, by going for the win. Focus on the improvements needed every step of the way. And you'll hear more about culture of improvement and building a great workplace environment at our What's Right in Education conference on October 27th and 28th. That's why I'm so excited and always am about bringing people together because we see example after example of ways that we develop and build and implement a great culture of improvement and a workplace culture that people and our teams want to connect to. I sure hope you can join us and your colleagues for learning and fun. And again, to learn more, head over to studereducation.com slash events. You'll see it right on that page. Connect with us if you have any questions. And as always, I thank you for tuning into this episode of Accelerate Your Performance. We invite you to share this episode and rate us on iTunes. And if you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles framework so that we can be our best at work. Precision, 
is what's in front of us as we start this new year. Have a great week, everyone.